All right, in three, two, one, we're starting. Hello, everyone. Happy Friday. Um, this is your girl, Tia, and we have Lexi, Lexi here. Hi, Lexi. How are you? Good. Um, Lexi and I have known each other for... How long have we known each other? I'd say since, like, 2021, maybe? 2020? I think 2020. 2020. I, yes, 2020. Okay. Um, yeah. Lexi is one of my best friends. We have known each other for almost three years now. So, not seems very longer. I know it does seem longer, but yeah, we've known each other for a while. Um, Lexi and I actually used to work at the same tanning salon. Yes. <laughs> back in 2020. That was something. I know. It was definitely uh, different, but it was fun while we did that. Um, but yeah, Lexi is our little special guest today. Um, recording right now, Maddie is actually flying back to the good old Hawaii. So Lexi is joining me as we record today and we're going to be talking about importance of self-worth, um, mental health, like all the serious but sometimes fun stuff, self-care. Um, but yeah, Lexi, would you like to introduce yourself a little? Um, I'm Lexi. Um, I actually go to Georgia Southern. I moved away from our hometown about two years ago, but me and Tia have stayed really close in touch, yes. luckily. <laughs> She's been like my big sister, pretty much. Um, yeah. I'm very happy to have her in my life, and I'm happy to talk on the podcast with y'all. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Lexi is literally like one of my little sisters, basically. I have three older brothers, which some of you guys probably know that, but... Um, if you do not know that, now you do. So I never got to experience having a little sister, and Lexi is literally like a little sister to me. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's been great. She's a, she's a good gal, a good gal <laughs> to have as a friend. Yes. <laughs> um, Lexi, what are you majoring in at Georgia Southern? I'm majoring in nursing. Okay. So I used to want to do pediatrics, but I've recently had an interest in doing aesthetic nursing. Period. Yes, that's what I want to do, but I just work out in office. I wish it was easier. I just, yeah, if it was, it. if it was easier to do that, um, I obviously would already be like an aesthetic nurse, but you kind of have to have a degree to be a nurse. You kind of yeah. have to go to nursing school and all that. So, um, we make do with what we got. Um, right. but yeah, I just, I mean, Lexi knows, but I just work at the front of a med spa and it's great though. I love it. Um, yes. You they, still know everything they know, though. Surprisingly, honest. yeah. Like, you would think that, I mean, you kind of have to know a lot of that stuff when you work up front somewhere like that. I mean, not just at a med spa, but really anywhere. You kind of have to know the ins and outs of stuff because you're, like, the face of the company or the face that people see when you come in. So, literally, the first day that I was working there, I was like, um, you think I need some Botox? And one of my coworkers, she was like, yeah, we need to tox your forehead. And everyone was like, <laughs> oh, my God, Jade, like, that is so rude. And I literally was like, no, it's okay. I told myself before I even started working here that I needed Botox. Um, But, yeah, well, that's exciting, though. What year are you again? I'm about to enter into my junior year. Oh, my God. Isn't that crazy? That is literally nuts. I feel like I just started, but... How is it already your junior year? Flew by. Flew by fast. Oh, my gosh. 
Um, that is literally insane. So, like, wor- I almost said working at Georgia Southern. Good God. <laughs> Being a student at Georgia Southern, like, do you feel like, I don't know, do you feel like you have to do a whole lot of self-care? Like, I mean, being um, a student is hard. I went to college for two years and, um, jokes on me, I dropped out slash left because it just wasn't for me. And I've said this a million times before in the podcast, college is not for everyone. That's okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like self-care and when I say self-care, I mean like, I don't know, like going and getting your nails done or freaking spending $200 on clothes. I don't know. Freaking shop away, sister. Like, do you feel like you have to do a lot of that or like, do you feel like you have a pretty good balance? I mean, I think whenever I got into college, I learned most of my self-care, like not just self-care, like self-worth in general. I feel like that doesn't just cover like going, get your nails done, but more like Mm -hmm. taking care of yourself because get stressed with school. And of course, Georgia Southern is a party school. You have to make sure you don't go down that path. Or else you're going to lose yourself, It'd be bad. It'd be real bad. Actually, (laughs) may have went down the path a little bit, but we're back. You recovered. We're back. (laughs) We're back and we're better. No, really, though, that's funny that you say that about Georgia Southern because when I was going, like, applying to colleges, that's the one school my mom literally was like, no, I do not want you to go there. And Maddie actually graduated from Georgia Southern, too. Yeah. Um, But that is the one school, like, I wanted to go to the Statesboro campus because, well, actually, it wasn't even... The Armstrong campus or Statesboro campus. It was just Georgia Southern and Statesboro. Mm-hmm. Um, but my mom was like, no, you are not going to Statesboro because it's a party school and all this stuff. And I'm like, um, well, okay, I guess that's out of the question. Yeah. So it still definitely has its like party school name, but I mean, I feel like everyone honestly kind of has to experience college like that at least once in their life when they go to college. And I feel like that's pretty normal. Yeah. Like Georgia Southern definitely is. I, there's nothing to to really do in Statesboro no. other than go to bars. <laughs> that's so, the problem. That is the problem. And that's why I feel like it's definitely known as a party school because there's not a whole lot to do in Statesboro. Like you're surrounded by freaking fields of corn and vegetables and there's nothing. There's a <laughs> farm. S- farm. Yeah. There's just farmland, which is fine, yeah. of course. But like, so you have to go to the bars to have fun and then you start drinking and then your grades fail. And some people can manage that. All the power to you, but I could not do that. Um, but, I mean, I'm pretty proud of you. For... I think it's, like, everything is about balance. Because oh, yeah. I learned that, like, you can have fun and you can do really good in school and, you know, go to the gym and take care of yourself, but you have to balance it out. You can't yes. be too obsessed <laughs> with anything. Yes. You all. you really do have to balance it out. Balance is key with, like, 99.9% of everything in your life. Mm-hmm. you got to balance work and social life and family time and then like when you're in college you got to balance like schoolwork and also still having a social life at some point and like family time as well I think balance is really important for sure in life not like literally not just for college students but for everyone because you can get so caught up in like work and end up like you go to work during the day and then you bring home work if that makes Mm -hmm. sense so like you're consumed with work while you're at home and I like when I was working at the salon, I often had to deal with that, and it was so frustrating. Yes. Um, like, I couldn't even properly balance, like, going to work and then coming home and relaxing because I always had something to do with work, even though it was literally a tanning salon, which people are probably like, how are you working from home for a tanning salon? But let me tell you, people, let me tell you, that place li- literally... 
it was always something. And that was the hard part. Like it was always something. And so I think that's also important when like you try and find a job that works well for you and that you enjoy because don't get me wrong. I mean, I enjoyed working at the salon for sure. Mm -hmm. And then there were some points that I did not enjoy it because my life was becoming so consumed with it. And I just like wasn't saving time for anything other than just like being stressed out about work. So I, I think a balance is really important. And I didn't really do a whole lot of, like, self-care when I was in college. I really didn't. Like, and it's, like, like you said, it's not just, like, going and getting your nails and, like, having a spa day. It's just, like, putting yourself first in some situations. I didn't do a whole lot of that in college. And I think maybe I was really bad at balancing, actually. That's what it is. That's the problem. I was was really bad at balancing my freshman year because I moved away, uh, I think it's, like, six hours away from here. So naturally I'm like okay I'm six hours away from my family I can do what I want I don't have to work like my parents didn't want me to work when like my freshman year of college so I was like oh I have all the freedom in the freaking world right now and then first semester I rushed to be in a sorority and then my grades plummeted and your GPA in college I feel like is just like a credit score I actually spoke about this before on the podcast with Maddie that a GPA is just like a credit score because once it goes down maybe it wasn't Maddie I don't know but the whole point is yes once it gets like goes down it's really hard to bring it back up so it's really important to like try and do your best so I I don't know it's it can be very hard like what do you usually do like when you like, how do you balance it? Like, what are some ways that so, you balance it, I guess? Okay, so going into college, I did not know how to balance it because I had never lived that life. Like, being on my own, having to, like, your professors are not going to sit there and be like, Mm-mm. you need to do this. No. Or you need to turn this in. So I basically just tried to put school first. Um, obviously, mental health first. You don't want to overdo it in school because you can really affect your mental health like getting too involved with school and like worrying about it so I would just focus on what needed to be done and when I got that done I kind of rewarded myself like okay I made a good grade on this test I've been studying for okay now I can go without out with some of my friends so that's good that's a good little balance (laughs) Mm -hmm. when I was in school I my balance was um rewarding myself 24 7 even though I did literally nothing it sounds so bad but like and if you're going through that phase like whether you're doing really well in school but you're also like not really good at balancing like social life and just taking a moment to breathe or you are in what situation I was in and like you're stressed about your grades but you're also not doing a whole lot like it's okay to not be okay and Mm -hmm. not do okay in school like that is completely normal Like, don't think – I had a hard time, actually, when I was in school, even in high school, honestly, too, when all my friends were getting, like, really good grades, like, a really, really good grade on a really hard test, Mm -hmm. and I, like, failed it, or I didn't get, like, an A, even in college, too. Like, my friends were doing so well in their classes and getting good grades, and I'm like, well, crap, I really need to apply myself. But then I was like, you know, it's it's fine. Mm -hmm. Like, it's really hard to – Sometimes not compare yourself to others, especially like when you're in college and it's your first time away and like you're you're literally trying to find yourself, honestly. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes it hard to with balance and like putting yourself first and all that stuff because like you're you're 
in a whole new life, basically. Yeah. Like, you're still you, but you just turn 18, usually. Like, when I went to college, I was, I just turned 18 the month before I left for college. Like, freshly 18. Yeah, me t- I mean, I turned 18 in May, and I left in August. Yeah. So. Like, freshly 18, so it's, you are still finding yourself, because, I mean, <laughs> you spent the last four years in high school, and a lot of people grew up in the same, at least, like, in our situations, we grew up in the same place and, like, went to the same schools and mm-hmm. we stayed here a whole life. And I feel like also, like, when people move around a lot, it's hard to kind of find your place, too. But it's still hard for us, like, I guess homebound people. I don't know what you would call us. Like, we didn't leave our hometown to go to high school, but we left to go to college. So, like, it was – I feel like it was a little extra hard for us to try and find yeah. ourselves because – we were so used to, like, being in this bubble, basically. This little small town. Yeah, a little small town, which, jokes on us, isn't really even that small anymore. No, it's not. It's growing. <laughs> it's growing so fast and so badly. But, like, we were just stuck in this bubble. And then we go to college, and it's, like, a shell shock, I guess you'd call it. I don't really know the correct term. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, it's it's hard to find yourself. And that's why I think, like, putting yourself first is definitely important. And I know that, like... I mean, again, I've said this so many times. I literally was just telling Lexi this before. I was like, anytime I say, if you know, you know, then you know. Yeah. And she was like, oh, yeah, I listened to a podcast episode and I heard you say it. And I was like, I know. I know exactly what you're talking <laughs> I about. <do> know. <laughs> um, but yeah, Lexi, um, which I will obviously let her kind of tell this for herself because it's basically like her story. But um, Lexi was in a very long relationship for a very long time, and like you my guys, entire high school, yeah, you guys ended up going to the same college for the first. Was it the first year that y'all yeah. were there? Well, um, the first semester, kind of. First semester, we together, yeah. yeah. Um, and that's another thing that is pretty important when you go off to college and oh, you're yeah. in a relationship and you go together. Obviously, now it works for some people, and it's amazing, and then it's a little harder for people, and then it kind of just doesn't work, and that's okay. All three of those things are okay, but I feel like you, at one point, kind of, like, had to put yourself first. Well, Um, yeah, so since I was a freshman in high school to a senior in high school, well, freshman in college, I was with the same boy, and um, that pretty much... I revolved my entire life around that. You, mm-hmm. I grew up with him, and so when I went to college, that's all I knew. Yeah. So then I started realizing being an adult and being in my own world, um, certain things were just not working out, and mm-hmm. I decided, okay, this is life. Like, I'm literally in college for my career. I can't do this. I have to put myself first. Yeah. That's that's where I found a lot of self-worth is having, I really like truly had to find myself because I wasn't, I didn't know who I was without the person I was with. So. Yeah. And I, I mean, Lexi and I have been friends. I I wouldn't say like since the beginning of that relationship, but what, like two years into that relationship? Two years into it. So half the relationship, Lexi and I have known each other. Um, and obviously continuing on after that. Um, but I have watched her grow so much and, and it's been like, really amazing, because like I said, she's like my little sister, so it's been really fun to watch her, like, don't mean to be cliche, but blossom into this, like, (laughs) young lady. Um, But seriously, though, like, I remember when I first met you, and you and him were, like, in, like, the off stage. There was some stuff going on with him, um, 
and it was like a little iffy of a situation and Lexi didn't really know what to do. And so I kind of like encouraged her to, you know, if it, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. And if you guys like find yourselves with each other again, then that's awesome. And I kind of encouraged her cause she was like, I don't really know what to do. If I should do this, if I should do that. And I was like, well, I mean, it doesn't hurt to try. Like mm-hmm. it really doesn't. Um, so I kind of encouraged her to try and at first it was great. And there were some things that happened and it just like, I almost like watched you kind of not plummet. <laughs> that sounds uh, so bad. I went downhill. For yes, sure. you did go downhill. Um, and it was really hard to like watch her go through all those things. And then especially you guys going to college together mm-hmm. and being at the same university and all this stuff. And like, I could see you guys like, I don't want to say like depreciating. I don't even know if that's the correct word to use, but it just like we just kind of fell apart. Yeah, you yeah. did. It was very hard. And Lexi talked with me a lot about like how to handle that situation and not really knowing what to do. And it was very hard for you. Like yeah, it, it took was. a toll on you for sure. It was for sure. I mean, it, like they say things you go through shape you into who you are. Mm-hmm. That was like one of the biggest things mm-hmm. like shape me to who yeah, I am. Yeah, I today. mean that literally was like your whole like you said, all of high school <laughs> yes. going into college like that. And that's like your prime years when you're trying to find yourself. And yeah. so when you are like, I don't want to say consuming yourself, but also kind of consuming yourself with a relationship and mm-hmm. one that's not really the healthiest, you still don't really know yourself. So no. like, when you go off to college and you experience all these things together and then, but also you're experiencing those things by yourself, it's like, wait a minute, like this is completely different than you know, what I was doing before, if that makes sense. Like, I don't know. And it, it was definitely hard from my perspective to watch you go through those things because obviously like (laughs) I can't sit there and tell you what to do. do. Mm -hmm. And that was one of those things like you definitely need to learn how to like be your own person and like find your way through situations like that and I have never been the type of person to even like tell someone okay well you need to break up with that person well you need to stay with that person or like I don't think you should be going out and drinking all that much Mm -hmm. like I have never been that type of person I'm the type of person like all right I'm gonna let you figure it out for yourself Mm -hmm. and when you need me I'll be here so that's exactly that's exactly what I did I just came to you and I was struggling and you'd give me advice and it was always (laughs) good I mean everything I've all the advice I've taken from you has been good and helped me out a lot. Oh, that's so nice. Mm-hmm. It makes me so happy. <laughs> I like, really need some, you know, because you're older. She is older than me, so she How knows. How older than you? Uh, how old are you? <laughs> <laughs> I, turned, I turned 25 next month. Oh, my gosh. I'm getting okay, old. Okay, I'm 20. So like, <laughs> I'm five years old. Lexi and I don't even know how far apart we are. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like I'm turning into an old fart. And if there's anyone that's older than 25 listening to this, it's okay. I'm not calling you an old fart. But <laughs> I, I personally feel a little old because I'm five years away from being 30. And that's a little stressful. I'm not going to lie because just... Oh, eight years ago? Oh my god, eight years ago was I in was I in high school? <laughs> I don't know the math on that. Hold on. I no, need to I do the like math. You probably graduated like I graduated in twenty sixteen, so that was seven years ago. Seven, yeah. Um wow. Yeah, that's that's nuts. <laughs> I'm three years shy of graduating high school ten years ago. That's terrifying. Oh my gosh. Ew. Um but yeah, like I like, basically being your older sister, kind of, it's been... But it's like weird, said, because we both have, like, 
our maturity levels. Like, it's not like, a, you know, they've always kind of been the same. The same. Yeah. That's <laughs> the thing I will say about Lexi is we, like, like she just said, our maturity levels are almost the same. But the only reason why I say that is because I think, and I've told you this before, mm-hmm. like, and you literally just said it not too long ago, what you go through really shapes you as a person. Yeah. And you have been through a lot of stuff. And oh, yeah. only being 20, like, it's a lot to go through as a 20-year-old. Like, everything with that relationship, like you said, it was basically all of high school going into college. Mm-hmm. And those of you that are listening and they're like, no, then <laughs> you, know. you know. you know. <laughs> if you know, you know. But um, it was just a lot for you to go through as like a teenager and like you're a young adult I mean I'm a young adult still like these prime years when you go through all that stuff it's rough and I I don't know it's just like it's really it's really tough yeah (laughs) and it was like I said it was hard for me to watch you go through those things and kind of like stand on the sidelines but then also like I personally know her ex-boyfriend so it was really hard for me to not put my two cents in and be like listen here buddy boy (laughs) get your shit together yeah but it really was hard but like I love them both equally and (laughs) 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 Maddie you might it might have heard that Maddie is editing our podcast now you guys um yeah, so <laughs> you might have to edit that little bit out. <laughs> Maybe so. We'll see. We're we're newbies here. Um, but yeah, no, seriously, it was like it was really tough going through that. And like you recently, just in what February, you lost your dad. Yeah. Um, very unexpectedly, and that's a whole lot to go through being yeah. twenty. Like that's really really rough. And of course, it's rough for anyone. anyone. Don't get me wrong. Yes. Going through that and like losing a parent at such a young age. My mom actually lost her mom about the same age as me so like 20 I think she was like 22 24 in that range Mm -hmm. and that was really hard for her to go through um and like you said I think that really shapes you as a person and that also I feel like being able to balance going to school and also dealing with you know losing your dad that is very freaking hard oh yeah and anyone that goes through something like that something tragic like that and having to still like you still have to live your life you do Mm -hmm. because then all of that work like especially in college all of that work that you put towards your degree and those classes like it's almost like you just wasted it if you just throw it away and that's something that like is really hard to do is like balancing all that out and you totally I mean you're still balancing it out like oh yeah it's not something that you just like oh I'm balancing out in this moment and that's good like Mm -hmm. no it's still an everyday thing that you have to work towards but I think you're doing a phenomenal job thank you (laughs) but seriously like you have to you kind of have to still put yourself first but you also have to like balance grieving and like being a college student and like still living your life and like not holding back if that makes sense like yeah it's definitely so a lot of people I mean had people ask me do you want to take off a semester do you mm-hmm. want to just and I'm like no because like yes um that was very hard but I can't stop my life like no it's something that happened to me and I have to get through it yeah has it been hard yes my life is a lot different now um but I feel like I've I feel like I've been doing good you've I been mean, doing fantastic and sister. I have like a brother <laughs> so I try to stay strong for him yeah. and we're there for each other so I mean, that's the importance is, I mean, it's always good to have a support system always. Like 
whether you go through something like that or just like day-to-day life it's always good to have a support system Mm -hmm. always and I think that is totally important too to have like a good support system and your support system sometimes your support system does not have to be your family because some people don't really have a supportive family and that's okay like it's good to have even if it's just one single person that's a good support system it's good to have that and be exactly that a supportive person and support you no matter what and I think that's really good for you to have like you have a ton of people behind you that are so supportive like a ton of people (laughs) like people your age and then like your dad's friends and like your mom and like your brother I mean literally so many people and I love that for you because that's important and I think that's really important for anyone to have too when you go through just honestly just life in general Mm -hmm. because life can be freaking hard (laughs) that goes back to also the like self-worth having people yes but at the end of the day um you do like need to have yourself and take care of yourself because i mean if you had no one all you have is yourself right love loving yourself and caring about yourself is very important especially going through hard time some people i mean it's okay to be I think it's okay to be depressed. It's okay to be sad. Oh, absolutely. But it's also important to pick yourself back up and know your worth and mm-hmm. get it together. Yeah. Because like you said, you can't stop living your life. Like when no. you went through your breakup, you yeah. you like you literally were like I I can't. I have to put myself first and put my self-worth first. Mm-hmm. And you went through a breakup which was really hard and even being in a relationship was hard cuz it kind of just hit that point, but like you have to keep living your life and keep going because, like I said earlier, it's almost like you stop and then everything that you built up to that was almost like a waste. And I know that sounds like harsh, but it's if you really think about it, it's kind of true. Like when you're in college and you go to school for two years and then you're like, oh, well, I don't want to do that anymore because X, Y, and Z. It's like, well, you just won. If you take out student loans, like I did, um, you waste all that money. And then yeah. You have student loan debt, which I have, and 10 out of 10 do not recommend. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you also, like, especially going through, like, grieving um, someone that you lost, like a family member, you also kind of have to think about, is that something that they would really want me to do? Like, I yeah. highly doubt your dad would really want you to drop out of college. Oh, no. He would be like, <laughs> he would, I'm, I'm sure he would send me a sign or something like, no, you cannot do this. You need to stay your ass in college. I mean, I think I missed two weeks of school when my dad passed away and I was already like, okay, he's he's probably already, he's wanting me to get, I know he would want me to go back. So oh, yeah, definitely. He probably would, would have already told me to return. <laughs> but he probably get back to but school. But it was, it was definitely hard luckily my professors were very understanding so that's good that was good yeah I will say though with professors some professors here's the thing going from high school to college um high school teachers are not like professors and professors Uh are not like high school teachers high school teachers will like some like majority in my personal experience they care about you know what you're going through and if you have something going on and all this stuff professors if I'm being quite honest with you could probably care less they may not even know who you are yeah and now obviously (laughs) with certain situations like Mm -hmm. something tragic happening in your life or like you become you know deathly ill or whatever like they understand that but Sometimes they just don't give a shit, if I'm being honest. And that is something that was also hard for me to learn when I went from high school to college was 
professors literally don't care. You're mm-hmm. late just to class. They're you are like marked absent and they don't care why like yeah. you could be freaking shitting your brain down the toilet and you're like i'm sick i'm dying i, I can't i can't come to class i'm like oh well you still have to take the test so yeah. you better make it there <laughs> better figure it out but they really they don't they don't care and i think a lot guess, of people are like in high school like oh i'll be fine when i go to college the professors were great i'm like oh, no no <laughs> good luck yeah good luck to you yeah so Not i just case. i i don't know but like when stuff like that happens, though, they're they're pretty understanding, which is good. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, you really like freaking picked yourself up, and you just kept moving, kept trucking along. You got and, to, yeah. I mean, you do, and that ties in with your maturity for sure. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I would say that I've always been a mature person, just because I have three older brothers. So ninety percent of the time, the people that I were hanging around, I was hanging around was older people. So I kind of like kind of picked up on what they were giving off if that makes sense like their habits and all that stuff and I've always hung out with people that were just a little bit older than me not like saying 10 years older than me but like anywhere from two to five years older than me I feel like I did too yeah Yeah. like I've always hung out with people that were just a little bit older than me and I think that helped with my maturity for sure but like then like my if your maturity level is higher than people your age mm -hmm. you're around them you're like "Mm, we're not really we're not really connecting here. Like, <laughs> yeah. What you're thinking, no. Yeah. I'm not, no. You're and not making a great decision there, girl. You know what's funny is someone recently asked about you and oh. was like, <laughs> it was like, how is Lexi? And like, is how, you know, should I worry about her? And I was like, no, you shouldn't. No. <laughs> not at all. But I mentioned the fact that like your maturity level is a lot higher than 90% of 20 year olds no offense to anyone that's 20 and listening yeah, to this sorry <laughs> <laughs> but it is true though like the way you handle things is completely different than how majority of 20 year olds handle things yeah. and if i'm being quite honest majority of them i'm like please shut up yeah <laughs> you're getting on my nerves just you're a little bit because like you can literally just scroll on tiktok and instagram and you can see how people act at that age and like Mm -hmm. it's very cringy dingy but like yeah I don't know I think it's just it's very important to just put yourself first and you definitely did that when it came to your relationship for sure um I mean you like put your foot down you're like all right I'm done and that's important, by the way. If you are in a relationship, that's also the hardest part, I think, in a relationship, mm-hmm. especially if it's one that's turning toxic and it's, like, literally not going anywhere. I think that's really important to finally put your foot down and be like, okay, I need to put myself first because, like, it's ruining me and it's starting to affect my mental health and my well-being, like, mentally, physically, emotionally, all of that stuff. And I have personally had to do that, too, in my past relationships. Yeah. Um, the one that I was in, like, two years ago, I think it was, I literally only dated for a few months. But I – it was by far one of the – one of the worst relationships I had been in because of the emotional abuse and everything. Like, he cheated on me multiple times, which was horrendous. And he was emotionally abusive to me and – the way he like spoke to me it was just it was just wrong and finally literally at one point I was like okay first of all we've only been dating for a few months this is not going anywhere second no. of all I literally broke up with him over a text 
the one time I was proud to break over with someone over a text, I was like, we are done. Like, you deserve nothing else. Yeah. I'm like, you don't even deserve my breath in your face <laughs> telling you that you're done. So I'm just going to do it over text. And that's exactly what I did. Because I couldn't put up with that anymore. No. Like, I, that point in my life, that little snippet of my life, those few months, was by far the lowest point I had ever been in. I don't know what it was. I mean, it was probably majority that relationship. It just was not healthy for me. But I had never been so low before. And it didn't help that it was wintertime either. I no. hate winter. because winter, it, Seasonal depression is a thing. Oh my, yes, it is. And it makes me so sad. Yes, me too. <laughs> and I think that was like... The majority of the reason was not only, like, that, but the relationship, too. Those two things tied together just was not a good combo. And I mm. also just started new birth control, too. Oh, yeah. So my hormones were really just going nuts. So the combo of those three things, I was like, this is the worst time of my life. I've got to get out of this. So what I did, ladies and gentlemen, I dumped the guy, <laughs> stopped the birth control, and got a new job. Right. <laughs> so that cured those little things. But seriously, though, like... I had to put myself first in that relationship because it was, like, constant lying. And I remember one time I actually was in my apartment with him and I was about to leave for work. And he got a text from this girl. <laughs> what the hell was her name? I can't remember her name. Oh, I think her name was – was it Bethany? I think it – oh, Becky. Literally, Becky. <laughs> Becky was her freaking name. Becky. Oh, God. Um, yeah, he received a text from her and was like, and she said that she thinks that she had got, like, sick from whatever, I don't know, like, it, she said it as if she, like, caught it from him, if that makes sense, like, mm -hmm. the way she worded it sounded like that, and so I literally was questioning him about it, and of course, can you guess what he did? He made me feel like I was crazy. I'm oh, like, okay, course. perfect, love that. Um, but You're yeah. crazy. Yeah, that was kind of <laughs> the last straw, and so... I would not always recommend doing this, but the way that kind of helped me cope with that breakup was I felt like a real bad bitch doing it. But I also, everything he got me, I cut up, um, <laughs> including the stuffed animal. <laughs> and I drove to his apartment and left it on his front doorstep, like dumped it out of the trash bag. And then I also made a TikTok video about him and it like went partially viral, <laughs> um, basically exposing him. But that also led to the girl that he always, of course, told me not to worry about messaging me. And it always, Maddie and I have actually talked about this. The message always starts out with, hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey, girly. Hey, girly. I know I don't know you, but, or I know you don't know me. <laughs> That's what it is. I know you don't know me, but and I'm like, oh, fuck. Yes, okay, great. Always. And so, of course, she told me that, you know, he had went to Jacksonville with her, which was he was supposed to take me for Valentine's Day, and I ended up not being able to go. So he said he took his son and his mom. Yes, he had a toddler at the time. Well, he still does have a kid, <laughs> but his son was a toddler at the time. Um, yeah, he told me that he, like, went with his son and his mom, and come to find out, she actually went with him. Oh. Um on Valentine's Day. So, like, him and I had celebrated it, I think, like, a day before. Maybe it was after. I can't remember. But, yeah. I was, like, I'm celebrating it with both of <laughs> Literally, with both of us. Two-timing little piece of freaking crap. So, she messaged me this long thing. And I was, like, okay, perfect. Because I actually – she was always, like, hanging out with him and at his apartment and stuff. And I thought it was weird, of course. I mean, any woman would think that was weird, especially me never yeah. meeting her. And – when I, like, asked him about it, of course, he always said, oh, don't worry. Don't worry about it. She's just a friend. That's like, you really have nothing say. to worry about. 
yada 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 and then she messages me that and she was like yeah we've been messing around with each other since like october i was like oh okay perfect love that i was like so you're the girl that he always told me not to worry about and that he said was his best friend and all this stuff and she was like yeah i'm like okay perfect love that oh well come to find out um yeah i went through a phase of like talking to him again not like talking talking but communicating with him again Mm -hmm. and he was like yeah i almost got fired from the fire department and all this stuff i'm like i don't give a shit honestly good yeah word of advice ladies and gentlemen um i yeah don't ever date a firefighter i've dated two in my life horrible decision police i've heard police officers military and firefighters just freaking run (laughs) they are bad news horrible news but i like i don't know i really had to put myself first and i just from there it was up honestly 2020 was like my prime year i'm not gonna lie because that happened, and then it sounds really bad. But then COVID happened, but like the whole town of RH shut down, so like no one had anything else to do but go on the boat. So we went on the boat, went to St. Mm-hmm. Catharines, and fine. I somehow at the same time was still like sketched the f out about COVID. So anytime I get like groceries delivered, I would lie saw them. But then somehow I'm still going on the boat. I was like, okay, this doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Um, a tough time. I feel like everybody went through, like, honestly, a time where they were all have a self-worth time. Like, you got, you were oh, just yeah. by yourself or, like, with mm-hmm. these small people, and a lot of crap happened. Oh, yeah. 2020, actually, was going into 2020 when I broke up with him. Oh. So, I, like, really had a downfall, and then I really peaked. I really, really peaked. It was great. That spring yeah, going into like, summer it was awesome in 2020. After you get rid of toxic men and you start focusing on yourself it will show oh you yeah. will attract better men oh yeah yeah you will just feel better <laughs> you in really general. will you'll know everyone will know like i feel like you can look at a girl and be like okay she's glowing like she is popping off yes when i started working at the med spa everyone was like you have you, you have i'm like okay well it's partially because i have a new skincare routine and also botox and filler but you know but I will say it hasn't really changed my appearance that much. I will say that. I know yeah. some people worry about that changing your appearance, but... Yeah, you look the same. You just look more glowy. Yeah. Like, I just... I don't know. I'm doing really well, and you're also doing really well. Yeah, you're yeah. in a happy relationship. Oh, yeah. Now I'm in a happy relationship. I don't, I don't know if Caden will ever listen to this, but hey, Caden. <laughs> he we probably love you. will. Hey, Caden. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. We love you. Also, yes. you stink. You stink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a joke. Caden always tells Tia she stinks. This is a joke. He literally, every time I see him, he looks at me and tells me I stink. I'm like, bitch, you stink. Right. He's <laughs> like the bottom of a freaking pig's ass. Another thing, if you fi- if you are with a good man, an important thing is them, like, getting along with your friends. Oh, yeah. And that was not to talk about this, but my ex-boyfriend, he made me feel like all my friends were horrible and mm. that... Mm-mm. No, they were not. He was making me feel that way, but I think he was just, he didn't want me around anyone but him. And Maybe now possessive. I'm with a guy who like, like possessive. Yes. Yeah. All my, all my friends now get along with my boyfriend. Great. And it's a lot happier than that. So. <laughs> I love Caden. Caden. <laughs> I just love him. He's so loving and caring and <laughs> he really he's, is though. He's kind. He has a good soul. He treats you so freaking well and i love that and i will say so <laughs> lexi obviously people cope with things very differently so when lexi's dad passed 
I still think about this and I honestly kind of chuckle about it. Oh so Lexi was... <laughs> I have very dark humor. What's she saying? Lexi literally was like, can you give me a spray tan? She was like, I can't go to my dad's funeral panel. <laughs> I, like, I did. There, there is pe- like, so all right, when someone passes, everyone comes to your house, obviously. Yeah. Everyone was there and I'm like in the room getting a spray tan. Everyone's like wondering why I'm like, I'm sorry, but like I'm not I'm not showing up to my dad's funeral all pale. I'm already going through it enough. <laughs> and Lexi is very adamant about her self tanning. Yes, yes, very. We love a good skincare queen, but she yeah. literally when she asked me for a spray tan, I was like, Of course I will do that. But that kinda goes with like Caden being a good sport and being really supportive when you're going through something like that because he let me like spray tan his legs. <laughs> yes, it was and hilarious. He, he was such a good sport about that. Like really good sport and he was like yeah like go ahead give me a spray tan and we were all laughing and like having fun it was really Mm -hmm. it was good to like sit back from like the outside point of view and like see just how well like he fits in with everything and that's really important that's good you obviously want your partner to like I guess maybe not like fit in well I guess fit in with everyone but like like you said get along really well with with everyone like your family and especially your friends like people you surround yourself with mm-hmm. every day basically yeah and i think that's totally important for sure because my ex-boyfriend uh the one that i was just talking about didn't it did not that was not a good thing yeah, my parents hated him like absolutely hated him and they were not supportive of it and that also kind of like took a toll on me and of course at the moment i was like oh whatever you guys are just being my parents Yada, 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 and come to find out they were right all along, which usually that's how it is. I'm not going to mm-hmm. lie. Parents are typically right 24-7. Yeah. Um, I know some people are probably like, oh, whatever, but I'm just, <sighs> as I've gotten older, I've learned that my parents, <laughs> nine times out of ten, were right about someone or something, and that kind of ties in. I think I get my mom's little intuition. I think so. Oh, oh I feel like a lot of women have intuition. Oh, my gosh, sure. Yes. And some people will freaking knock it down. I'm like, listen, you don't understand. How do you ignore it? I, if I have a feeling about something, it is going to bother me until I Mm -hmm. either like prove it correct, like, or not correct. Like, I don't know. Like I, I, yeah, I had this little intuition about someone recently and the whole time I was like, y'all need to listen. Y'all need to listen. And Everyone's like, no, you don't know them. Just, like, get to know them. Give them the benefit of the doubt. I was like, okay, you did, fine, you whatever. Did. I did. I was, you know what? I put my big girl panties on, <laughs> and I gave that person the benefit of the doubt. Well, guess what, everyone? Um, Guess who was right? Me. <laughs> no. I was right. I was right the whole time about this person. And <laughs> I guess it also... Me and Tia typically will think the same about someone. Oh, my gosh, We yeah. always are, like... It's very similar. ...on the same mindset of yes. something. Me, you, and Tori. Definitely. Yes, Me, you, and Tori sure. are about that. Like, very accurate about those things. And obviously my mom is, too. Because I was, like, telling my mom about that situation. And she was like, um, hmm. Like, yeah, I know, right? It's a little <laughs> funky. Mm-hmm. And then that happened. And I was like, see? I told you, bitches, I was right. Right? <laughs> Sometimes you just have to listen, even if... It's not what you want to hear. Just at least take it into consideration. Mm-hmm. That's what I would have to say definitely about, like, someone, you know, trying to sit there and say something about a situation, if you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> if you know, you know. If you know, you know, which I'm sure majority of y'all that are listening do know. But anyway, <laughs> no, I really do think that's important. And, like, 
it's self-care okay, let's talk about self-care for a second yeah. actually because self-care like you said earlier can be two different things so yeah. it could be it could still be considered self-care so like some people think self-care is like which i'm one of those people <laughs> self-care for me is like going to starbucks and spending nine dollars <laughs> on a coffee even though that's an exaggeration i paid five dollars for my coffee today um but to me that's self-care and then going mm-hmm. to get my nails done and then i am one of those oddballs that gets like real enjoyment out of grocery shopping i don't know why <laughs> majority of people hate it but I'm one of those people that I actually like it, and I kind of consider that self-care, I guess, because I'm buying good food to fuel my body. I it don't is, know. self-care. So I think of that as self-care, whereas you, I feel like your self-care, well, when you do, like, spa days, basically. Yeah. Lexi do... takes a whole lot of baths. <laughs> I do. I am not a bath girl. I'll take, like, one day out of the week to pretty much, um, you know, shave my legs, like, do oh, yeah. my face mask. <laughs> you got you to gotta have one and of those. And, like, quiet time, like, just mm-hmm. no phone, sitting there, just oh, see, collecting my thoughts. That. I need to do that. It's hard to unplug, but it is. it's important. I actually have been meaning to have, like, an unplugged day. Whether it's, like, even just for a few hours, just unplugged. There's a couple that I follow on Instagram um, where I think it's either Saturday and Sunday or it's just Sunday where they have... I think it may just be Sunday uh, where they not, like, literally unplug their phones, but basically... I think either turn them off or put them on do not disturb and like leave them at the house and they they have kids they have like three or four kids so they spend time with their kids like that but I think actually that's like really smart to do that mm-hmm. listen social media in your phone is like the spawn of satan let's be real here and it's very easy to get like caught up in those things and you need to like find balance actually find yeah. balance with like your phone and being consumed in that and like balance out school or like regular life like being present i know Mm -hmm. that sounds so cliche and i'm sure a lot of y'all have heard people say that but be present and i think that's definitely important too because that's another thing when i was in college i struggled with was being present like not being on my phone social media is horrendous but like i think going unplugged is a really good like I think that should be top five for self-care days, honestly. Unplugging, like, I would say yes. But also, sometimes unplugging, maybe just not, like, social media, but, for example, honestly, like, a podcast. Listening to a podcast and just, like, sitting there, collecting your thoughts, Mm -hmm. learning new things, um, or listening to music i don't think that would be like an i mean you can listen to music that's not oh, like i love un- my music i can be in your unplugged <laughs> like relaxing like just like taking a break from social media yeah i was about to say like unplugging from social media i mean mm-hmm. I'm, like consuming yourself with texting someone i will say is oh, another yeah. thing like it's really hard sometimes to just put the damn phone down and my mom always used to say that to me when i was in high school she's like put the damn phone down I'm like, <laughs> like just let me let me live but now i'm like sometimes i just wish i didn't even have a smartphone i wish i had a freaking flip phone like back in the day when oh they my god didn't. yeah like imagine a boy would did have you to have come. a flip phone yeah did you I, really that was like my first phone, I had a flip <gasps> phone. it was prepaid we put money on it oh, period queen <laughs> and it's like put more money on my phone mom <laughs> <laughs> i can't believe you had a flip phone it did how old were you I think it was like eight. Oh I my had, god! I had a phone. I could only call like my mom, my dad. Oh, okay, yeah. well, it wasn't different. like I didn't. Really, nobody really. I mean, no one I outside could, of your family knew no, you had a phone. Not really. No. Yeah, 
I was about to say, God, dog, eight years old is freaking young. And maybe like my best friend, whoever at the time. I was, (laughs) I think I was, I was in sixth grade. So how old was I? Is that 11? Yes, 11. I was 11. So, okay, I wasn't that much older. But my first few phones, I didn't get an iPhone until freshman year of high school. I think Yeah, it was freshman year. Or maybe it was sophomore year. One of those years. But I had, like, a flip phone to begin with. Mm -hmm. Um, Actually, the first phone that I had was a Motorola. I don't remember the name of it, but it was, like, had a little touch screen like it was a really big touch screen mm-hmm. and then it had like a little circle thing and you can slide it up to get the qwerty keyboard out i think that's how mine was like i god i can't remember the name of it i wish i <laughs> remembered either. it but then that was my first one that i had and then i got an lg nv3 which <laughs> had the t9 texting on the front and you could flip it open to the qwerty keyboard oh gosh i love that thing and then i think i had that in eighth grade too um I maybe black got knife. My mom had a BlackBerry. My mom I was had a BlackBerry. I loved with it. it. <laughs> oh my god, I was obsessed with it. When she got like a new phone, phone, yeah. When she got a new phone, I stole it from her and mm-hmm. just like used it. That was like my play phone. Yeah, that was literally my play phone. <laughs> I was way too old to be having a play phone, but I still used it. As yeah. my phone. She had the Motorola Razor too before the BlackBerry. Do you know what that is? Mm-hmm. I was about to say, please tell me you do. <laughs> I do. Yeah, she had a silver one. I wish she had the pink one, but she didn't. She had the silver one and it had the T9 texting. I actually just saw a video of this girl, this young girl. I don't know how old she is, but her mom got her a flip phone. It had the T9 texting, like, keypad on it. And she was like, what is this? And she's like, it's a phone. She's like, oh, okay. And she's trying to show her how to text. And she was like, how do you text on this? I'm like, oh, my God. The fact that kids nowadays literally... Like, their texting is on an iPhone. I'm like, y'all have no idea. No. Mostly when I have children, I know I had a phone like eight years old, but I would definitely not do that with my children. Mm -mm. Because if I could have gone a few years without some social media, I probably would be, you know, a little better off. (laughs) Well, my social media when I was in middle school was um myspace so see i had nothing to do with myspace (laughs) that was a little bit i mean i know i'm only five years older than you but that was just a little bit before your time (laughs) like i know my i have an older sister i know she had myspace how old is she i think she's like 30 now what yeah no yeah oh my gosh it's really 10 years apart yeah she definitely looks younger than that yeah she does but she's 30 wow yeah well then she most likely experienced MySpace. Um, yeah, I l- remember MySpace vividly. So, like, with MySpace, you could customize your profile and, like, change the um, – I guess you would call it the coding of your profile. And they had, like, custom codes that you could go find on the internet. And it would, like, change the whole background of your profile. And you That's could funny. add music to your profile. And then you had, like, a top five of your friends list. And they would be, like, featured on your profile. And if you weren't in that featured, you were, like, the gum on the bottom of someone's shoe, <laughs> basically. <laughs> And that that literally was oh my god I remember MySpace I actually still remember my MySpace username oh god what was it embarrassing <laughs> y'all I literally was like oh my god how old was I thirteen no I don't know my username was like hot chick thirteen oh. something something I was a literal it's child it was so bad I just yeah. Whenever I have kids one day, I, I just, please don't have social media. I, that just stresses me out no, so much. No, I've had kids. No, I've had kids. 
Oh my god. Maddie and I talk about iPad kids all the time. She yeah. literally was just texting me and Emily <laughs> earlier because she's flying back to Hawaii today. Um, but she texted us and she said, there's nothing worse than sitting next to a kid that sneezes on their iPad. I'm like, ugh. Oh, you got an iPad kid next to you. Or when they sit there, have you seen a kid cough when they're on their iPad? Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> Those of you that are listening may know what I'm talking about, but when they cough, they like stick their tongue out when they cough. Oh, okay. Now I know what you're talking <laughs> <Yeah>. about. <laughs> Sometimes I catch myself doing that on purpose, and I'm like, ew. What? Acting like an iPad kid. <laughs> Why did I do that? That is so funny. Oh, my God. The fact that you... <laughs> Sometimes I wish you guys could, like, see. <laughs> see when we record. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That is funny. Um, Maddie, you'll have to edit some of this right yeah. here because we're kind of having a brain fart. I guess we're hitting the end of it. Um. So I'll just let Maddie know what timestamp to do it. But anyway, guys, um, yeah, I mean, we kind of were a little bit all over the place with the episode, yeah. but I feel like that happens a lot with Maddie and I. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but I think the bottom line, or I guess the main point of this is just like, it's important to put yourself first in some situations for sure, whether it's like you're grieving the loss of someone or even grieving a relationship or friendship or you're, like, finding yourself in college or a new job, whatever the case may be, I think it's really important to still balance everything and put yourself first. Like, your mental health in the grand scheme of things is more important. Like, your health in general is more important than a social media post or a freaking shitty-ass person that you're dating. If, yeah. Let's be honest here. Like, it's true. Mm-hmm. Um so I think it's especially at a young age, for sure, when you're growing into a person, it's really important to put yourself first in some situations. Um, so I think, you know, like having self-care days and whether your self-care day is like taking a bath or going and spending a whole lot of money, obviously, please don't go broke. That's not what I'm advising. <laughs> Do not go broke. Um, but, you know, just like taking care of yourself. It's important for sure to like balance all of those things out and like mental health is definitely something that's not I feel like not talked about a whole lot especially in men too yeah it's really not talked about and I think it's important like if you're struggling obviously you know Maddie and I are always here to listen and I'm sure like there's plenty of people out there that would be happy to listen even if you just want to like blab away there are people out there that would love to listen and just talk to you and be there for you and don't be afraid to get help if you need it. Like, mm-hmm. really do not be afraid because you would be surprised how many people actually do that. And I know some people don't go get help because they're, like, almost embarrassed by it. Like, it feels like it's a uh, – what's the word I'm looking for? It makes – it's like a sign of weakness. Yeah. Um, But don't be afraid, you know. If you need help, then that's totally okay. And it's okay to not be okay. It is okay to not be okay. That's the biggest thing. Yes, it is very okay to not be okay. It is normal. You are human. And that's just, you know, it's life. Um, But yeah, so Lexi, thank you for coming on the podcast today. We greatly appreciate your presence and we love you very much. Um, But yeah, uh, so whenever this episode is posted... Um, Maddie will be back, but I think I actually might be out of town. I'm not sure. 
we'll have to figure this out. So whenever this is posted, <laughs> it'll be posted on Friday. I do know that. Um, but thank you guys so much for tuning in and sharing the podcast, all the love and support. We love you guys very much and we appreciate everything that y'all have done. Um, so yeah, we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>